Hey everyone, and thank you for joining us here at IED Sports. We're talking Major League Soccer, making some Week 12 predictions. Talk about news and notes from the week. Thank you for joining us. Here with Alex. Alex, how are you doing today? All right, not bad. Crazy week of soccer we had. Yeah, we had a lot of a uh, lot of stuff going on this week. Uh, we had made some predictions. Now. This is being filmed on Thursday. We had some Wednesday games. And as you know, when I write my article, when you do our sports book stuff, we're concerned only with the weekend games. And it's really good we're doing that because these midweek games have been atrocious. A lot of ties, 0-0-1-1-2-2. Not really fun stuff to watch. But we're back. We have some games tonight. We're going to touch very, very briefly, if at all, on those. We're going to talk about last week, some storylines. we got coaches getting fired, coaches on the hot seat. Alex, you ready to get into it? Yeah, let's, let's get into it. Come on. Let's start with Atlanta United. They hosted New England Revolution in one of my best bets of the week. New England was plus 120. I don't know where Vegas came with that, but apparently on New England, Vegas doesn't really know what they're doing. As I mentioned last week, Buxa got the start, and I said if Buxa gets the start, this team is going to win. They did so easily. Buxa got the game-winning assist. Gustavo Bo with the game-winner. And Gabriel Hansa gets fired at the end of this game. Alex Atlanta United will now be looking for a new head coach. And they are now off the do not bet list. Uh, we mentioned weeks ago that things were going sideways. Now we figured out why all the stories coming out with Gabriel Hansa. Crazy training methods, not giving water, benching your franchise player. They can build a statue outside that Mercedes Benz standing for Joseph Martinez, not getting along. Star player coach, one's got to go. I don't care what kind of career Gabriel Heinze had. He has an international career. Fantastic. Like, unbelievable. He gone. But but the key word is here, but you're pissed off your franchise fan base with Joseph Martinez and you're gone. You can't, you're not winning games and you're adios. Or you got to win. I mean, we learned that with Josie Altidore. If you bench your star, you better win your games after that. That did not happen, and he was let go. Revolution also. Right. I mean, not just the benching, but some of the storylines about his coaching uh, methods with the the water, uh, extra more allowed before the players' union practices per week, uh, uh, weighing players daily. Players were starving themselves, like passing out, trying to make weight, and he would find them. Some insane stories coming out later. We don't know what's what's true or not, but. You we'll sort like all that most out in the next it, coming weeks. It, but I want to talk about the New true. England Revolution, Alex. Exactly. We're going to talk about New England team, Revolution. because the team we've been saying the, is the best team in the Eastern Conference. Exactly, yes. They're on a nice little break, uh, little streak. They beat Inter-Miami 5-0 just last night. New England Revolution is the team I'm going to be looking ahead to next week. We'll get back to them. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, Columbus Crew Visitors NYCFC game. NYCFC is quickly getting to my no-bet list because I can't figure out what's going on with this squad. Columbus uh, was able to write their ship 2-1 win against NYCFC in Week 11. Zalran and Nagby scored um, against a pretty unimpressive lineup the rest of the way. Atlanta United, uh, NYCFC is one of only four teams with two home games this week. They already beat Montreal 1-0 and will face Orlando next. Do you have anything for Columbus Crew or NYCFC? Yeah, I, I, was, I watched a lot of this game. Uh, I was at the Miami Rebel game that was canceled, and I took off early while everyone waited at 10.30, then they canceled the game. What a disaster. We're not going to talk about that. I came home to watch this game. Uh, Columbus crew were incredibly poor. NYCFC had many shots on goal. Yes. But if you don't put it in the back of net, you're not going to win. Zella Ryan, fantastic free kick. That's why he's on the field. They eke out a 2-1 win. Listen, I know New York City home field is weird. Another game at Red Bull Arena. They get like 5,000. But... They beat Montreal last night. Montreal hadn't lost since, like, June. 
So that was a big win for NYCFC. Again, with you, I don't know about them. But in the end, James Sands comes back, and they have their healthy lineup up front. A Bear still coming up with it. They got firepower. They're going to be dangerous out. This game, they're just unlucky. That I think they had like almost 30 shots on goal to like five, whatever it was. I don't know the stats. It's ridiculous. I watched some of this game. It was all NYCFC. In the court. They just couldn't put it away. And, yeah. you know, Caleb Quarter again, the weasel that he is sometimes. People weasel. He knows how to win games with a roster like this. Good job at Columbus Group getting out of here with a win. And when I look at New York City FC, what they've done this this year, and we've been so high on them at certain points, look down their list. Loss, win, win, draw, draw, loss, win, loss, win, win, loss, loss, win. It's like you put yeah. something together. Like, like let, let, let's get after it. You got two new Brazilians that haven't been starting on the squad for some reason. Yeah, let's get after get NYCFC. Um, until then, NYCFC joins New York Red Bulls on the do not bet on New York sports teams uh, this week. So... Let's uh, move ahead and talk about one of the uh, other games that we had here, and this is the one that I said I was going to gloat the most because Brian White had a game-winning assist in the Vancouver Whitecaps versus LA Galaxy. Vancouver Whitecaps, my guarantee of the week, won at plus 220, won you some money as well. Uh, both Dahomey and Caicedo, who I also mentioned in my article, scored. Those were the two guys who were uh, in charge of the two goals there. Brian White again, he got the assist scored on the board. Uh, do I need to talk about Brian White again? No, we don't have to talk about Broadway because he's going to have more than three goals the rest of the year. Anyway, uh, yeah, big win by Vancouver. You called it. Uh, LA Galaxy's lineup with the Gold Cup roster, Barron, to say at least, no Chicharito injured. They were up one nothing, and then, you know, Vancouver came back win 2-1. Surprisingly, Vancouver getting results. Yeah. Not, still not being able to go back to Vancouver. I hear it's coming soon, but they still have to be playing home games at Rio Tinto Stadium. LA Galaxy, until they get the Gold Cup roster back and Chicharito situated, oh, Legette's not there, Dos Santos is not there, Chicharito's not there. I mean, that's Arojo, I think, is not there. What, who am I missing? There's more. It's just, you know, it's, it's a lot to ask. You know, Vancouver, I know they're missing Cavallini. Still, he wants it out. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Big win yeah. by Vancouver. Good call by Bob. LA Galaxy, I'm not worried about them. I love the job Van, Greg Vanny's been doing. As soon as the Gold Cup's over, I, I'm expecting them to go. Uh, hit the hit the field running. I'm still I still think they're not doing transfer window either. So keep an eye on LA Galaxy. I really like the direction they're going in. Not with, and with this game. With they also had a uh, home uh, game this week. They they had a tie just uh, last night. Looks like the Canadian travel ban has been lifted. They're going to look at uh, going home after the July 25th match in LA. Going to travel back home for the first time in quite a bit. And it looks like their August 1st game will be a home game in vancouver so not only are they on a little i wouldn't call a win and a draw a streak but like they're putting something together at this point they're giving and they, and they fans a reason the, to have some hope they just signed i think uh they're linked with a uh, an attacking uh, central midfielder a number 10 type player i think from scotland if i'm mistaken i forget the name and uh, right now de santos i had him on the, on the hot seat of bidding fired he's, he's bought some time getting some results the last couple weeks let's see if they can keep it going if they get home they might you know those fans, they've been waiting a long time in Vancouver yeah. to see the Whitecaps yeah. play. I mean, that, you know, that's that dome stadium. I, don't know, I think it, it, I think it, the, the top opens up if they wanted to. They close that thing. That could be real loud in there when they come home. You know, that'd, that'd be good. That'd be a good thing for Vancouver. Finally be home after after COVID. Finally, maybe they can get some results at home in front of their fans. Absolutely. We're going to finish up um, talking about last week's game with the Minnesota United versus Seattle Sounders game. Um, Seattle Sounders were handed a loss. Minnesota. Uh, one in a one nil game. Hats off to Robin Lode with the game winner and Adrian Heath for finally breaking through um, Seattle's undefeated streak. That's, you know, I talk about Adrian Heath all the time. We feel very differently about him as a coach. He got the job done. Quietly, they're getting results. They're getting points after starting the year as a disaster. 
Reynoso to me is one, you know, I don't know how much he's one of my favorite players in MLS. It's a big win for Minnesota. Goes on the radar, giving Seattle the first loss of the year. I knew Seattle was going to lose eventually. This is one of the spots where I was a little nervous last week. I think I picked Seattle and take the, the, the double chance, maybe a tie out of this. Minnesota, you know, great job. And they're still, all their guys are still not back. Ray Goose didn't play in this game. If they get their whole roster back, if they can just solidify back, I think Tyler Miller now leads the league in, in shutouts quietly in Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. So they're quietly getting results after an awful start. Southern Cape Island, Minnesota, if they can get some consistent goal scoring up front, Reynosa running the midfield. The way they're playing on defense right now, they're going to be a tough out. They have a tough task with Portland, but I think some of those Portland uh, players that are missing might play to Minnesota's favor in this one. But let's talk a little bit about Toronto, okay? Now, Toronto is one win in two draws since firing Chris Armis. They had a win against New England, one of uh, New England's three losses this season. Pozuelo's back from injury. Soteldo's back from injury. Altador is back from exile. And Dom Dwyer stepped in as of a Wednesday night. I believe he got the start. Toronto fans seem to be excited. It looks like this team is trending in the right uh, direction. And their defense has actually not been that bad. They've allowed 17 goals, which is about league average. Toronto has a big, good chance here to step up in the next couple weeks. Let's talk a little bit about Toronto FC and what they bring to the table. Everything you mentioned is positive, but the one negative happening in the Gold Cup is Akinola with the torn ACL. That's going to hurt them up front. You know, Altidore's injury history and Dom Dwyer exactly isn't Mr. You know, plays every game. He's has injury history, a little older in the tooth. Akinola injury is going to hurt them. However, Altidore's been kind of fresh. Not in any Gold Cup roster, not in the U.S. national team. Not really been playing. He's been practicing on his own. Now, if those hamstrings are healthy, you say what you want about Altidore. The big physical presence up front is back, is back to the net. He could fight off a defender, find space, hit a guy cutting into open space, and send the pass off a finish. He's that type of power forward that, if he, you know, if he's healthy, he's still a force in MLS. Absolutely. Well, I, I, I like well, what they're doing on defense yeah. here. They got yes, um, Mavega exactly. and Omar, uh, Omar Gonzalez, who are two capable Major League Soccer defenders. And if you look at the players that they're missing, yeah, Iwakinola went down. They're also mis- missing uh, Richie Larea, Kamar Lawrence, uh, Osorio, Zavaleta during this stretch. So not only are they coming on at the right time, they still aren't back to full speed. Yeah, I think Toronto has a really good chance to finish the second half of the Major League Soccer season out of 13th in the East into, you know, a playoff contending spot. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, now Pozuelo's back. Last couple of weeks, you've seen him play. Now, Soteldo, now you've seen the, the combination between those two guys. And yeah. if Altidore can score up front, well, this, this, this is a team you're not going to want to play. Just like you mentioned, if they keep doing what they're doing defensively, the way they're playing out, and they have to stay healthy. Remember, Michael Bradley's still there. He's older in the tooth. They need all these guys as many minutes as possible to stay on the field to have a playoff run. Right now, it looks like they're starting to turn things around. Let's pay attention because now we're going to the, the hot – Hot months of August and the travel, and ooh, it's going to be rough. Let's see what happens. I believe the term is long in the tooth, but uh, we got to go and talk about one of my picks for next week, and that's Chicago Fire hosting Toronto FC. We just talked about them. I'm taking Toronto FC at plus 200. You're tripling your money on a bet here. Again, Toronto FC is 1-2-0, and oh, picking up five points since Chris Armis left town. This game for me is a real true toss-up, but you do got Pozuelo back, Josie Altador, and at triple your money, I got to take Toronto FC here. I'm not even looking back. Uh, magic number that I noted seems to be three in Chicago. In uh, their only like two game, one draw little streak they put together in July. Each one of those games, they scored three goals. If Toronto can keep them from scoring three, I think Toronto's going to win this game. And uh, I really love the odds here. I can't figure out Chicago at all. 
they had 8,000 fans, I think, last night at their game middle of the week at Soldier Field. 8,000. Come Which on. is a lot for a rainy Wednesday. You uh, know. Still, man, come on, man. That is just that's that. And now they're hosting Toronto this week. How many people? Are, you know, I don't, I don't. We just talked about Toronto. That we watched the Red Bull game uh, last night. They look pretty good. Uh, Chicago. I can't figure them out. That's why I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to have to take Toronto on the road. Look, this is the game. It seems like they can turn the corner. Now they could be what two one one would win here. If anything, I'll do the double chance of Toronto since you've seen a lot of ties lately. And MLS players are a little tired. Rotation, not as much rotation with the guys in the Gold Cup. 57 players are out. Don't forget, uh, if anything, Toronto double chance of this, but I don't see Chicago getting these all here. But again, sometimes you can't figure sure out. There's games where they score three goals in a game or four goals in a game. Like, where'd that come from? So, again, Toronto seems to be turning the page to stay with them. I love it. And when I look at my best picks, a lot of them are like plus 200, plus 165. The next one is also plus 200. Remember, on a plus 200 bet, you bet a dollar, you win two, you cash out at three. So you triple your money on that bet. Um, and this game, Real Salt Lake versus Colorado Rapids, with Colorado Rapids at plus 200, that is absolutely a bet I want every part of. Now, um, RSL, four, five, and four, they're not a very good team. They've played 75% of their wins at altitude, which is their biggest advantage so far this season. Guess who doesn't care about playing at altitude? The Colorado Rapids. I think that that takes the biggest home field advantage for RSL completely off the table. Um, the team with the better wing play is going to win this one. And I have Michael Barrios and Nicholas Benese from Colorado above Justin Miran and Albert Ruschenek for RSL. These are two teams who really like to kick it outside. And I'm taking Colorado Rapids at plus 200. Bob, this is a rivalry game. This is the Rocky Mountain Cup. I don't know if you can pull up on the computer what the all-time stats are, but I'm, this is a nasty series. And they do not like each other. The fans do not like each other. I, uh, I recall in recent history red cards and beer fights. And This is a tough game. Uh, Colorado's playing real well. Robin Frazier, by the way, is about to sign a multi-year extension. There's rumors there are a couple of MLS teams are sniffing around to see if he wanted out and they would take over the program. He's done that good of a job in Colorado to impress that many people around the league. Uh, Real Salt Lake, just like you mentioned, I think they're one of the top three in the league with blowing leads late in the game. They're winning going into the second half and either blow it with a tie or loss. If anything, uh, I agree with you. The way Colorado's playing, they're playing pretty well. Uh, rivalry games are tough to bet. This could go either way because it's a rivalry game. Sometimes you throw the records out the window. But right now, I think Colorado's playing slightly better than Real Salt Lake, so I'd have to agree with you in this one. Again, Colorado Kobe's is missing some players. Yeah, Kobe's They're missing uh, Kellen Acosta, Jonathan Lewis, yeah. Yunus Lamley, and Sam Vines. But I just yeah. think this squad is so deep and 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 consistent. Robin that's going to take over. System. I think it's more the coach, the way he's coached the team, the way they put, you know, next man up mentality. He's done a great job, and no one's really talking about it. Uh, anything double chance, take Colorado on this one to make sure you put some money on this. this again, nasty game, Rocky Mountain Go. I'm expecting some kind of fireworks. Could be three two. It could be one nothing with a lot of you know yellow cards and red cards. Let's see what happens. Colorado Rapids have had three red cards in the last six matchups between these two teams. There and you, uh, you know, again, just to touch on what you said about Robin Frazier, he's used I think six different formations so far this season for Colorado Rapids. Great job. He's going to yeah. find where the players need to be and come up with the best thing for each team. Now, great from one of the, the great coaches, we get to talk about one of the negative coaches, and this has been our cover art for this article, and that is Inter Miami with Neville, who should be very much on the hot seat 
This team has been dropping points all over the place. They face off against the Philadelphia Union, and the Philadelphia Union are plus 165. You're getting plus money on the heaviest favorite of the week. I mean, this game is like a slam dunk. Inter-Miami is dead last in the league with a 2-2-8 record, only eight points on the season. They're also dead last with nine goals in all of 2021. They received- 0-5-1 at home. 0-5-1 at home was alarming. <laughs> Their wins have been only on the road, if you look at that. 0-5-1 at home. I mean, they just got blown out 5 nothing by New England. Listen, you know how much we love Philadelphia Union, the way we talk about it all the time. To me, I, I would load up. I would load up, and I'm going to... Send the sirens, Bob. Do some special effects on this shit. This is this is the game where you get a, you get to win money. Just bet, man. Bet the union. 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 In this one, and just sit back and just it's just whatever you bet. That's what you're coming back with. It's disaster into Miami. I don't understand how Neville's not there. Highest payroll in the league with the worst statistics. They got a forward that wants to smoke. Thought he could come in the league and smoke a cigarette. I mean, it, it's just insane what's going on over there. There's something illegal. Uh, Paying players more than they're supposed to, going around the salary cap, it's still it, it's a mess. And what I, a, I didn't, we don't my, have enough time to, to, to really destroy this team. They are such a punchy bag. It's so easy to make fun of them right now. It, not, there's nothing positive to say about Interman except that I think they had Messi at the game last night. Where he's rooming a vacation in Miami. Other than that, there's really no reason to talk about Inter Miami right now. Yeah, even their, their pink uniforms are going to be a hit in MLS. They're not even. I love not even that big of a Let's deal. go to the key, even, the, game, Alex, Alex, key the game, Alex. Alex, key the game. You're yeah. going to get muted in a second. Vegas Oddmakers uh, still missing MLS storylines, and I put uh, Union wins easily, and Phil Neville is fired, and that uh, Miami makes Sergio Santos look like Neymar de Silva Santos. Yeah, Shabilko, I mean, just pick anybody. I, listen, let's just drop into Miami. They're a disaster. Don't touch them. Bet against them. Keep going until you hear something going on. They need a roster purge, and they need new coaching, and Beckham's got to reevaluate. It's not about spending the most money. It's about smart, smart spending. And that's where they have, he's going to have to learn the hard way. He's learning it right now. Absolutely. And let's finish up talking about the Seattle Sounders. We talked earlier that they have uh, received their first loss this past week. And I believe they're going to win tonight. You're, most of you are going to be watching this after that game happens. I think they're going to win midweek. And I think they're headed to another loss this weekend. They're hosting Sporting KC. I was sporting Kansas City at plus 190. Again, with these plus 200 bets, you only need to win one or two a week to, to have a positive cash flow. That's what I think is going to happen. This week, the top teams in the West faces off against the second in uh, what I consider the game of the week. The Seattle mystery was solved last week when Minnesota handed them their first loss. Partially to blame is the notable list of Sounders missing. Eight players listed as out. Ariaga now on suspension. And Nuhu Tolo listed as questionable. It's hard to go bet against Seattle, but I watched Sporting Kansas City last night against San Jose, and I really like what Peter Vermes wasn't even there against the COVID protocol, and they're still Cameron Duke. Though, watch out for this kid, the midfielder. He's playing in the Buzio spot, speed in the midfield. I was like, where did he get this guy from? He, he was very impressive to me. Johnny Russell. Uh, uh, it, it's, it's Sporting Kansas City. It's just they're always a class winner, class teams link. For me, Sporting Kansas City to go to Seattle and get a result here is a little rough. And Bob, I won't have to go against you on this one. I, I know Seattle's got a lot of guys out, but to me, Seattle lose two games a week, especially one at home. Tough. It's hard for me to comprehend. I can't. And Kansas City's got some guys missing, like Buzio and stuff like that. Uh, I think Seattle ekes this out, like one nothing or anything, like a one one. Two in a week. Two in a week. Alex you got Nuhutolo, Ariaga, Brune, yeah, Delem, Fry, Ladero, Morris, O'Neill, Rodan, Roldan. 
those are all the players missing for Seattle, and I have to go. And it just, it's this plus 190 makes it so easy for me to just hammer down on it because that's not a slight favorite. That's a heavy, heavy, heavy underdog on a team that I think has a 50 50 chance. And if, oh, if you're tripling yeah, yeah. your money on a 50 50 yeah. chance, which I think all three of these last three picks are, you're going to come out in the positive because the, you know, the wins pay for the losses and then some. So I absolutely love what that's going on. I still love Seattle Sounders. I just think Sporting Kansas City is so hot right now. They're going to take it to, uh, to Seattle this weekend. And their forward, Danny Shalot. Well, I always kill his last name. Shallowy. He's playing just lights. I watched that game last night. San Jose. He's dangerous up front. Sporting Kansas City is going to tough out. And even when Buzio leaves, they're still going to be a tough out. I'm not going to brag that I called that one. Okay. We're out of here. It is week 12. Let's get ready for some major league soccer action.